Hello and welcome to the Crypto Cafe with Randy Zuckerberg, where we embrace newcomers and those deep down the rabbit hole in crypto, NFTs, Metaverse, and Web3. On today's show, I'm delighted to have two of my absolute favorite people, and they are actually the people who got me on my own NFT and Web3 journey. Um, I still turn to them almost on a daily basis for questions and advice and mentorship in the space. So I am delighted to introduce Mai Akiyoshi and Ben Yu, who are the co-founders of Curious Addies, an educational platform to help onboard people who are new to Web3, and I think hands down, the best community to start in Web3 to learn from. And they have a whole suite of products they're working on. Mai is the CEO, Ben is CTO, and they are just the two most incredible people you'll meet in Web3. So welcome. Welcome to both of you. Thank you so much for a lovely intro. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, thank you. This is, this is so exciting. Okay, so first of all, because we're in the crypto cafe, what are you drinking in the cafe just to set the scene? Our <laughs> gray, the tea, our gray. <laughs> all right, Mai's drinking and tea. Ben, what are you drinking? I've just got water for now, but I'm going to migrate to V8. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got a, an exciting bunch here today in the cafe. All right, well, I'll make up for both of you by drinking like a quadruple espresso. That's uh, that's my my mo here. Um, okay, so first of all, I want to hear the story about how the two of you came together, um, and also like why do you think there are so many married couples that are doing crypto projects together? Because I've never seen this in like twenty years of my career, and it feels like all the most successful projects. Are uh, are people who are partners in life as well as business. So I, I want to hear how you two came together and your thoughts on that. Yeah, like uh, in our case, actually, before even start thinking about NFTs, we always always wanted to start a company together because uh, my grandfather and grandmother started a company after World War II, and they started a company together. And my uh, my dad and my mom worked together to continue this company. So to me, working with partner has been kind of by default, um, that's what I wanted to do. So we have been thinking about like what we do together for a long, long time. And um, Ben loves crypto, obviously, and I wanted to do something that's impactful for women. And we kind of brainstormed a lot and we came up with the idea of crypto education. That's kind of how we started working together. But uh, yeah, it's very interesting to see so many couples in this space. And I'll, I'll say like what I think, but you, uh, ben, you can say something uh, else. But I, it's just what, what we were like, saying is like this space moves so fast and this like requires a lot of trust. Mm -hmm. um, so like doing with as a couple like makes so much sense. And and then like we really support each other a lot because like there's a lot of like stressful moments and like it's basically speedy and yeah it's like the it's a natural path that you know two people who are like really really close to each other work on something um, yeah meaningful so that's kind of my theory but what do you think? Yeah, I was surprised honestly that uh, normally in startups right there aren't that many couples that work together. And there's almost a stigma against married couples, which is super surprising uh, because it does just seem like it just makes so much sense where you know, you're already together for life. You're already 
so uh, so much like on the same page, trust wise, all these other things. And just naturally, if two people have the same interests, if they're both excited about this thing and they get into it, um, yeah, yeah, it makes it makes a lot of sense. But I think something about NFTs in the Web3 space uh, lends itself to something that I guess uh, a married couple just, um, we, we see a lot of cases where they both bring very complementary skill sets and they're both very passionate about um, building kind of this uh, this community together. And uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I it, it makes exactly. it makes a lot of sense. Definitely. You you can be like you can you're like I can actually uh, share my seed phrase <laughs> with one other person yeah. on earth, and then it's my business partner. Um, Ben, you have had such a passion for educating people and bringing new people into crypto for a long time. Um, I, your article, your cryptocurrency 101 and NFT 101 articles, which I think are some of the most comprehensive and most read articles ever written on in the space, those were my first intros into the space. So tell me about how you got into uh, writing and educating about crypto. You know, it's, it's funny because when I wrote both of those things, I had basically no idea what I was talking about. And for me, the, the reason I wrote them was because I wanted to learn uh, myself, like all these things. And what I found over the years is by far the best way for me to learn something is to force myself to put myself in a position where I have to teach it to other people. And so I was, you know, when I wrote Crypto 101, it was in uh, June 2017. And I had been in crypto for a few years before that, but never had done like a true deep dive. And I'm like, okay, I really believe in this, but I've never really sat down and like tried to comprehensively write out the entire thesis and all the history and everything on why I believe in this so much. And then it's like, all right, why not? Why don't I just sit down? It was on one plane ride over from uh, Japan to America, I think. And I just like sat there for 10 hours and like wrote this entire thing out. And by the end of it, I'm like, I'm totally convinced Bitcoin is the future. And then uh, same thing for NFTs. You know, I saw a lot of people get into it uh, this, this last year. A lot of my close friends, I trusted a lot. And I've never been into art. I've never been someone who really understood the value of even physical art. And so for me, this is a way for me to uh, really, I was, I'd gotten into NFTs like before by about a month before I wrote this piece and that was it. And I just like been obsessively buying a bunch of stuff. I'm like, okay, there's definitely something here. But I can't quite put words to it yet. So let me just sit down for six days and like try to do that and do it. And at the end, I'm like, all right, I'm totally sold. NFTs are totally the future. And so, yeah, that's, that's a little bit about why uh, education has been really, uh, really important to me for not only, uh, teaching other people, but also for teaching myself. It's wonderful. And Mai, I'd love to hear a little more about your passion for bringing women into the crypto space, especially your background growing up in Japan and, uh, and you know, how that's influenced how you feel about women in technology. Yeah, um, thanks for asking. So, yeah, like, because I grew up in Japan, one of the reasons why I strongly wanted to come to the States was because I... Like, really didn't have a choice, and there's not so much, you know, women uh, empowerment in uh, in Japan. So, like, that kind of pushed me to come to America. And uh, when I was talking to uh, my friends in Japan, they all are really interested, and they really all want to learn, but they just don't have any confidence, and they just don't feel like it's not for – they just don't think it's for them. And I completely understand because when I first got into crypto, I was like, wow, this is really, really not for me. Like all the designs uh, are like kind of kind of like masculine and also a lot of communities are kind of blurry. So I really didn't feel like I belonged to this, this community and like this 
uh, space. But once you know uh, more, then you start kind of feeling like, oh, okay, I can actually understand. I can actually be a part of it. So I really wanted all my friends, female friends, to feel the same way. So that's kind of how I really started to, like, really wanted to, like, do educational um, educational projects to really bring all my female friends to um, uh, to to this space. It's so wonderful. Okay, so let's talk about um, the founding story of Curious Addies, how you came up with the name and everything. And I'm so glad you founded the community because it was the community that I that I used to onboard into Web three. But um, what was that light bulb moment of figuring this out? Yeah. Um, so actually, like we when we came up with this idea of and we so we the idea of crypto like and education has been like in uh, has been like fixed like long time ago. But we were just trying to find the best way to get started. And like as we started like learning about NFTs, we just find out found out that the community the NFT is the best way to build the community. So we started like really like you know. Um, Thinking about NFT project, and the the curious that is uh, when we are thinking about this idea, that was the time that both Ben and I were so obsessed with ADHD, <laughs> and well, mostly Ben, but <laughs> but yeah, it uh, and we decided to move from Las Vegas to Denver to just focus on this project. So on the like way to go to Denver, like road trip for ten hours the drive. We really like thought of like what will be the name, like what will be the concept, like what kind of characters we should we want to use, and yeah, the name of QS Addis really came from you know we wanted like us wanting to change the stigma around ADHD, that like ADHD is not like disorder, ADHD is actually a talent, and we should embrace that and we should like we celebrate for that. So like the name of QS Addis came from there. And uh, when we were thinking about the character, like um, we we were looking at the Cyclopedia and we were just like you know like seeing different kinds of like you know animals and like oh parrot is great or like like uh, squirrel is cute, but then we like uh, found this page of octopus and we were like wow octopus actually is the best like animal to um, reflect our value of curious abbeys and it happened to be events favorite uh, animal. So that's how Curious Addy's octopus came to like life. And we really we really think that a lot of the people in NFTs in a lot of these new frontiers and Web3 in general, all these new technologies that come out are neurodiverse, neuroatypical uh, people who are very ADHD in particular is something that makes you much more open-minded, very open to new things, uh, able to evaluate things on kind of first principles and, you know, kind of impulsive risk-taking, you know, behavior, all of that. And so it really allows people, I think, in a lot of ways to get on very early into these new kind of uh, inventions, technologies, and trends in a very positive way. And so, you know, it's something that we wanted to kind of uh, highlight, especially for all the people in the community of NFTs that were ADHD. I have to say that I, I appreciate that so much as as a mother of a neurodivergent child and um, just, you know, it's 
I really love how proudly you've spoken about that since the very beginning. Um, I think in the Web2 world, that might have been looked at as a very taboo thing or something that might have stopped you from raising money or or hiring or building a company. And I think it's, you know, that's something that's always drawn me to both of you is just how authentically you've told your story. So I, I really appreciate that, Ben. Mm. No, we re- really appreciate everything that you've done to support us in this journey. You're just such a huge reason that we've been able to succeed with everything that you've done with having us as part of your accelerator and all that. And so, no, it's, it's been great. Thank you. Okay, so now let's move on to what's new and exciting at Curious Addies, because I know you just launched Ember.help, uh, which is kind of the go-to platform for asking any questions across Web3. So tell us about it. How does it work? What kind of questions are people asking? Yeah, like this is this is really exciting because um, like we we kind of like tested different ideas before um, coming to this idea. But uh, when after we launched like little pro- product Discord QA bot, which allows people to ask questions about anything about Web3, people really asked a lot of great questions, and then we saw like huge value of having like kind of standalone QA platform. So we launched this uh, thing called Amber.help. And it's just like Quora, uh, but for Web3, where anyone can come in and ask questions, and experts in our community are going to answer the questions. So you don't have to worry about not getting answers. We, we guarantee to give you all answers. Um, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the kinds of questions that we've been seeing range from anything, from the most basic questions, very, very beginner things to, you know, how do I set up my MetaMask wallet? How do I buy my first NFT? To very, very complex things, to things that, you know, uh, no one has ever Googled before, and they're just asking here because they're desperate for an answer. One that we got recently was like, you know, how uh, do I connect my Gnosis safe to Premins, which is one really complex kind of, uh, multi-custodial wallet where you can have many people owning the same wallet, connecting to a pre-registration site for getting into you know, new NFT projects. And it's just like, oh yeah, of course, no one's ever you know, answered this question before because it's like two very niche products coming together. And so we've seen the whole gamut of questions and it's been really gratifying to see that people have so many questions that there is a real need for something like this and that we have the experts to help answer all these. I love that because I, I think no matter if you are a brand new beginner to Web3 or even further down the rabbit hole, um, there are a lot of questions. I mean, even though I've been in the space for, for a while now and, and feel like I finally have my bearing with Ethereum NFTs, like I'm a total newbie in you know so many other spaces when it comes to Solana or DeFi or some of the other things. And so it's great to have a, a place to ask questions. I'm curious for both of you, what have been some of your kind of pinch me moments about being in web three, like, you know, the craziest, like kind of people that you've spoken with or experiences that you're like, I can't believe that happened. Meeting you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, definitely a huge pinch me moment is we just met. And then we, uh, we, we let, uh, we sent you through ETH to buy on the spot, the, uh, the world of women. And then, yeah, right next to us is Yam, who created World of Woman and, like, all of this. And this happened, like, two months after we, like, uh, yeah, got into space, really, and, like, announced our project. And just 
so crazy how quickly everything moves in the space and uh, the breadth of the people that you get to meet, how, yeah, just, and how friendly and how open everyone is. And just remember meeting you and Brian there that first, uh, that first night. And then, yeah, we just instantly became friends and it was wild how, how quickly we got to be friends with you all that. I think, wait, Maya, I want to hear from you in a second, but I feel like this story needs a little bit more context for our listeners. So um, we were all at Art Basel together, and it was a, a world of women and OK Coin party. And uh, people didn't really know what world of women was yet. It's now gone on to be kind of the, the most popular women-led NFT collection, but it was, uh, it was kind of under the radar then. And we were at this party, and I was bemoaning how I didn't have enough ethereum Ethereum in my wallet to to get one. And Ben and Mai, who I had just met in person for the very first time minutes before, sent me uh, three Ethereum into my wallet um, so I could buy a world of women. And I was like, yeah, I'm totally good for this. I'll get you right back. And then I had like six drinks and left the party. And I woke up the next morning and I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I just stole Ethereum from my and Ben, like the people that brought me into Web3 were so kind to me. I just like straight up rugged them. And uh, so and then that started our most beautiful friendship. So there you go. And and my a real pinch me moment for me in this space was meeting you. Uh, our Zoom that we had together was um, mm. the first one-on-one -on -one conversation that I had ever had with a female founder in the Web3 space. Um, you are so kind. You are so, you know, I, I felt like you didn't not ever talk down to me as a beginner in the space. And uh, I think it was really having that conversation with you that made me feel comfortable and excited to get into the space myself. So that was a pinch me moment for me. Okay, my back to you. Oh my God, you're so sweet. It's just, I was about to say, like, just saying more to you. Um, the first Zoom call, I was like, I was so nervous. So Addison, our like future friends are like, oh, do you want to talk to Randy? And I was like, why is she talking to me? Like, why, like, you know, like she, like super like people, like an entrepreneur is like talking to me. And I was just so nervous. But it's like, she's scary. And, but you have this like such a warm, welcoming, like kind vibe. And it was like, after got off the call, I was just like telling Ben, I was like, I, I just talked to like the kindest people in the, in, on this earth. And it was just, that's exactly how I, how I felt after I chatted with you. Mm -hmm. And like the seeing how supportive you are for like all the female founders and really trying to lift up women in Web3 is just so beautiful. And that's that's definitely my pinch me moment for like just seeing you lifting up women, like so like lifting up women, all the female founders and then female founders are just, you know, like connected at each other and um, and they can succeed in this space. So, and I feel like you really are leading this inclu in in inclusive, leading inclusive, inclusivers, in inclusivers, <laughs> inclusivers that like really make <laughs> this space so much more inclusive. So thank you so much for leading this in a movement. Okay, well you guys are so sweet, but I'm supposed to be interviewing you, not not the other way. So, um okay, so first of all, let's just I'd love to hear your advice for others who are launching their own NFT collections because your collection sold out really quickly. You have this incredible community. So, what have you learned and some of your top tips for others? Yeah, I think um authenticity 
is something that I definitely say to people because um, if you want to have, if you want to quick, uh, grow quickly, like really refine why you want to do this and really tell all, tell, you know, story that why, like what kind of people you are looking for and why you're doing this and what you want, what kind of change you want to make in this world by doing this NFTs. And if that why is really strong and if, if it's, really authentic people will find you and people are going to like stay in the community for a long time long term so that's one thing that i would give advice to all the future founders yeah and very similar for me i'd say the two things are uh don't compare yourself to other projects and uh index over longer term time horizons and the first one is every project is so so different and it's very non-linear it's similar to startups in, in that sense in that you know, it's, uh, it's incredibly unpredictable. Having seen it firsthand, there are so many projects that maybe struggle at the beginning and then uh, one day hit off and then they do incredibly well. Or the other way around, they, they come off to a really strong start and then they start faltering because they might not have built the strongest foundations. And in both cases, it just, um, you know, and so many other cases, it just uh, kind of hammers home to me that there's there's no one else to really compare to when you're creating something yourself that has a very kind of different uh, intention than anything else out there. And, you know, whatever you are trying to do, whatever your goal is, as long as you're focused to that, just like my said, as long as you're authentic to that, you'll resonate with the people around you. And it's okay if it doesn't take off immediately. It's okay if you don't sell out, you know, in five seconds, because it's uh, ultimately uh, a good friend of mine, Dylan, Dylan Field, who is one of the people who inspired me to get into this space. He, uh, he says it like this, like uh, the best communities are built slowly and organically. You can't really create a really strong community through hype and just, you know, if you're selling out in five seconds, it's, uh, it, it can be a really good thing, but it can also be a sign that uh, maybe, maybe the people who are coming into this aren't necessarily people who are really in it for, you know, such, such a long-term uh, kind of thing if that, that happened very, very quickly. And so, yeah, yeah, long-term. Don't compare yourself to others. And I love that's it's such great advice. Okay. And finally, I want to hear a little bit about what's in your wallets because you learn a lot about someone and the, you know, their role in the, the Web3 community by hearing about the other projects they've collected. So what uh if, if we peeked into your wallet and I know you both have an extensive collection, what are some of the highlights that we'd find? I'll say uh for for my I'm very upset because my wallet is all over the place and like <laughs> Uh, we we built a portfolio tracker so you can take a look and like see your profits and losses and things like that. And like I'm just like yeah, you know, like some some are wins, some are like massive losses. My was the last time we looked, she was net positive on every single uh, NFT that she's ever bought, which is like totally insane. <laughs> and the reason is because she only buys with a thesis. She only buys woman-led projects. Yeah, thanks to your advice, Randy. Mm. Like I follow the thesis of. Okay, I only want to invest in a female project, and it went so well. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so Maya, I know what, what we're doing after uh, Curious Addy. We're launching an NFT fund for, for women. So. I'm... Oh, my God. 100%. <laughs> I know. My problem is I get too emotionally attached to my NFTs, and then I don't sell them when I should because I'm like, oh, I love this one. It's so pretty. And then I – like, that's – 
terrible investing <laughs> to, to <laughs> be able to part with your assets. All right. In our final moments together, what are you most excited about, both of you, for the future of Curious Addies and Ember.help? Yeah, the most exciting thing is really people use our product and get into the space. Uh, and by doing so, more people don't feel uncomfortable, like uh, don't feel uncomfortable getting into the space because we really start to make this place less intimidating, less overwhelming. And like we really hope that this Amber Help is going to grow and really uh, become the place where people can ask any questions or people can find any answers to whatever the problems they have. So we really are excited to continue growing this uh, platform to help people, help onboarding people to the space. And if you have any questions, if you don't know where to start, you feel lost, and you don't have a friend to turn to, anything like that, uh, if you come to ember.help, that's exactly what we're there for. And we're also building out what we're really excited about is even if you don't have questions, even if you just don't know where to begin, um, we're building out a lot of resources uh, uh, in collaboration with The Hug. In fact, literally like you know, the next two weeks to have a really, really curated uh, starter uh, guide through all the major topics in Web3, like NFTs, DeFi DAOs. So you can just come here and you'll learn from the very beginning, ground up what are NFTs, how do I get into them and all that. I love it. And then you can be like me because I mostly just call up Mai and Ben at 11 o'clock midnight every night with random questions, sometimes Web3 related, sometimes completely unrelated to Web3. So thank you both. Uh, that was Mai Akiyoshi and Ben Yu, co-founders of Curious Addies, the number one educational platform to help onboard new people to Web3. It's a delight to speak to you both. Thank you for stopping by the Crypto Cafe. Thank you so much. It was really, really fun talking to you. Thanks for having us at the Crypto Cafe, even though we have very boring drinks. It's okay. I'll, I will sit and drink water with you any day at the Crypto Cafe. <laughs> much love to you both. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Crypto Cafe with Randy Zuckerberg. Maya and Ben are truly just two of my favorite people in the Web3 space, and I'm so delighted that I got to uh, share them with you today and introduce you to them. So tune in next week for a brand new episode of more things related to crypto, NFT, metaverse, and Web3.